Depending on the soil test that you get, you'll receive a breakdown of many different macro and micronutrients as well as your soil pH. But what do we do with those numbers and how difficult are they to modify? Well, tune in because we're about to tell you. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Lawn Feed. I'm Ope, your host tonight, and joining me, as always, are these two hooligans in the better two-thirds of this group is Andrew from the Dad Bod Lawn and Vince from Rooted Lawn Co. Happy Friday. I hope everybody is doing well. If you haven't had a chance already, do so subscribe to our channel, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and check out all of our blogs over at thelawnfeed.com. Well, everyone, if you haven't gotten one yet, uh, go get a notebook and go get a pen because you're going to get a bunch of knowledge bombs dropped on you from these two that are going to be just awesome stuff on how you approach your lawn and complete game changers. Because unless you've been living under a rock, you have now known so far to go get a soil test um, and understand what your lawn is seeking. And hopefully you've done so and received your results. Uh, but if you haven't, it's all good. Go watch our video on a soil test and all of the different fertilizers where we do a full explanation on each nutrient and all of their importance. Um, but today we're gonna be covering what happens and how we can kind of understand the soil test results when they come back, all of the numbers, what they mean, and how to influence, really how to have a healthier lawn. So Vince, I'm going to just hand it off to you, sit back and take a bunch of notes here. So how, what do these wonderful people do with the soil test results? Yeah, there could be many things that these fine individuals could be doing once they get their soil test results back. Um, could be a little overwhelming, so let's hit some of the main ones that we can uh, focus on that impact our, our turf's health and uh, how we can, you know, interpret some of these numbers that we're seeing here. Starting with the soil pH. So the soil pH goes from 1, meaning it's acidic, all the way up to 14, which is alkalytic or basic. Right in the middle, we have lucky number 7, uh, which is more of the neutral. The sweet spot for most lawns is a pH of 6.2 to 7, which mainly affects a plant's availability for uh, it to uptake its nutrients. To correct a high pH, uh, this can be achieved by using ammonium-based fertilizers or sulfur compounds. Uh, this is not a short or a quick fix, though. So ammonium fertilizers, we have urea, ammonium nitrate, ammonium sulfate, Ammonium sulfate, or AMS, is a fertilizer that is more acid-forming or producing uh, per pound of nitrogen than the other ammonium-based fertilizers. They do acidify the soil, but be aware that this is a uh, this is this is fertilizer. So this is a nitrogen-based fertilizer that you're putting down. So while you're trying to correct the pH, you also want to be aware that you're not putting too much nitrogen down. The nitrogen, you know. Roots and shoots, baby. We're, we're going to pound pound down nitrogen because we're trying to fix sulfur or trying to fix our pH. Well, we're going to start making our grass grow really fast or we're going to burn it. Uh, it'll, you know, too much nitrogen can burn your lawn. It can kill it, essentially. Turn it brown. Sulfur compounds such as uh, elemental sulfur is really used to lower the soil pH. And this process is a little bit longer um this works by the bacteria 
in the soil, combining with elemental sulfur and oxygen and water, and it forms something called sulfuric acid. The key to make this elemental sulfur work is you need to have three things. You need to have warm soil temps, you need to have a moist soil, and you need to have it to be well, uh, well aerated. Um, these applications are more successful if they're done uh, during like a renovation. So if you have bare ground, you can actually put down more sulfur down at that point. You can till it in, you can water it in heavy, and uh, you, you won't have the potential to burn, burn the existing grass. You don't want to apply more than four to five pounds per thousand square feet of sulfur uh, in one application or, you know, potentially even in the first year. So now you can kind of see why it takes a long time to adjust your soil's pH. Now, something that might be a little quicker is correcting your low pH. So low pH means that your soil is acidic. Most common application that we can do for this is lime. Uh, high clay soils, knowing uh, the type of soil that you have. So high clay soils will require more lime than soils uh, that are low in clay. So agricultural limestone, um, it can come in a pulverized, it can come in a granular, it can come in pelletized. You basically put this in a uh, broadcast spreader and you um, put it down per the rate that, that your soil test tells you to. Um, the smaller the particle size, the easier it will be able to be absorbed into the soil. Uh, just make sure that when you put this application down, you time it around a good rainstorm or you're watering it in with your irrigation um, adequately. There are two different types of lime. You have calcitic and you have dolomitic. Calcitic lime is calcium carbonate. So that's what neutralizes the acidity in the soil. So you just ate a cheesesteak, you just ate pizza, you just had a cup of coffee, and you just chugged down three beers. Now you have tons of acid in your stomach. What are you going to take? You're going to take Tums. Same thing. Now, I wouldn't say go and put Tums out in your lawn, but if you are, it's it's one Tum, one tum per 100 square feet. It's really not. Don't go putting Tums down in your lawn. But it's, it works in the same way. You know, We're neutralizing the stomach acid by calcium carbonate Tums. Um, this this cal calcitic lime or lime is what's going to neutralize your, your soil pH as well. Uh, dolomitic lime. Now, the only difference between dolomitic and calcitic is that dolomitic lime includes uh, higher levels of magnesium. So if on your soil test you're low on magnesium, go ahead and use some dolomitic lime. That way you're increasing your pH, but you're also going to increase uh, your, your magnesium and correct that, that level in your soil test. All of your lime rates should be on your soil test. It should tell you how many pounds per thousand that you need to put down. Interesting. So if I'm, if I'm reading this soil test right up, that's up on the screen, um, you, you've got a soil pH of 6.2. Uh, and at the bottom, the lab was going to recommend you put down 15 pounds uh, per 1,000 of lime. Your mag is good, uh, which at 15.9, which you're going to want like a 10, you know, 10 to 20 in that range. Um, so a, a calcitic lime uh, would probably be the best. So what? I'm just taking words that you just said, just throw a bunch of tums down on your lawn, right? 
<laughs> so uh, I, 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 up until probably two years ago, I didn't know there was this much involved with how to lower or raise your pH, which, which I think is just mind blowing and interesting. So, um, Andrew, let's briefly hit on, on some of the other nutrients. There's obviously a lot more, um, and, and how we can adjust all of those. Yeah. So we're going to focus on the macronutrients, not really get into the micros. Uh, you can play all day with those little guys, but these, uh, the ones that we're looking for is when we buy fertilizer, we read the NPK numbers, the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. And without having a soil test report, we won't know what rate of each of those nutrients that we need or that we don't need. So let's look at the soil test again. And, uh, the first one we're going to look at is phosphorus. And this test shows that Vince's lawn has a FOSS level of 86, which has an optimal range of 50 to 80, so just above the upper end of that. And uh, the lab that he used recommends that he applies 0.4 pounds of phosphorus a year. So when Vince goes to buy a fertilizer, he should look for the ones that have little to no phosphorus at all. Um, this is basically saying, man, you don't need this. You can just back off of it this year. And phosphorus takes a long time to actually get out of your lawn. So uh, you really don't need to put that back. Uh, potassium is the next one. And the optimal range is two to four. And his result is four. Uh, and the lab is recommending for him that he applies 2.3 pounds per thousand this year. And again, when you buy fertilizer, we want to find a fertilizer that is on the lower end of that K value so that we can account so that we can calculate accordingly. And lastly, nitrogen. A lot of times there is not nitrogen levels on these uh, soil reports, and that's because nitrogen changes so quickly in your soil, and there really aren't easy ways to test for it accurately. And therefore, these labs usually give you a general rate for your type of turf uh, that it needs each year. And on this test, uh, Vince would need four pounds of nitrogen per year is recommended for his type of turf, which is a cool season turf. And there are important levels in this soil test, but for a brand new homeowner trying to improve their lawns, we're just focusing on these uh, macronutrients. And so you can see Based on the soil test, Vince basically needs four pounds of nitrogen, no phosphorus, and two pounds of potassium. That gives you a 402, or you can break that down to a 201. And what that is is just a ratio that you can utilize when you go to buy your fertilizer. So if you go to the store and you buy a, you're looking for, looking for that ratio of 201, look for something that's in the 2010 ratio somewhere in there you keep that number the same it doesn't matter how high the nitrogen is and then you can actually calculate out um, based on how many applications you want to do each year we have an entire video on this uh, Chris did a wonderful job of breaking that down and we also have a good blog post so use those as references and uh, to figure out how much you actually need to apply of these products per application. And there's some cool calculators out there. I love to use the Purdue fertilizer calculator. If you just Google Purdue fertilizer calculator, we'll probably reference it below for you. Um, I've used this year in and year out and it is wonderful. It saves a lot of time. So really makes things easy. And many fertilizers will also have magnesium, calcium, sulfur, etc., in them in various amounts. So read the label on the fertilizers and choose what works best for your lawn and uh, have fun with it. 
Good stuff, you guys. And like as promised, there's a lot of stuff in there. So I see a lot of people uh, maybe coming back to this. So uh, let's let's wrap it up for for this episode. That'll do it for this one. Um, our our hope is that you not only understood what we were talking about, but now kind of un, you know have that desired interest in gaining a or getting a soil test and gaining that general understanding of what it can do and what you can do to go dial in um, what you're putting in your lawns this year. So until next time, you guys enjoy your weekends, enjoy your week, be good. Good, and we will see you next time. See Peace, you guys. guys.